Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. I'm going to play some clips and show the unbelievable contradictions and inconsistencies in constitutional conservatives' positions, especially with regards to things like the Second Amendment, gun rights, and uh, the place of law enforcement in our system. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell them the truth. And the truth is I was a constitutional conservative for years and years and years and believed all the same stupid crap about the Constitution, the founders, that most constitutional conservatives believe, until I got the internet about 25 years ago. And then in fairly short order, I figured out I'd been scammed, completely conned by the con men calling themselves constitutional conservatives, that the shit is nothing like what they say, nothing at all like what they say, and that they are in fact controlled opposition, there to make sure that people never catch on to the real scam running of government. So when I figured that stuff out, after getting the internet, I became a self-certified master practitioner. And I recently gave myself a lifetime achievement award as well for all these podcasts that I make explaining people the way the system works. And I like having fake awards. I may give myself some more fake awards because I think they perfectly highlight the complete and total fraud that is the system and all these so-called credentials people run around throwing that people trust and believe so much. They're just garbage, just a pack of lies. So... All right, let's go ahead and get the show going. So I want to make a show today and give people an idea of how slick the production is by some constitutional conservatives and why it is that so many people are very fundamentally confused. See, the thing is about constitutional conservatives in media is that the only people they ever actually debate are liberals. Okay, so their stuff is only held up to scrutiny by liberals. Well, Liberals are idiots. Their stuff makes no sense. The people who are at the top of the liberal chain, they're not dumb at all. But the people who believe in liberalism are idiots because the shit can never work. The people who are in charge and promote liberalism at the top, they don't believe in liberalism for one second. They know damn well it doesn't do anything they say. They don't care. They are duplicitous. They are not promoting it in order to do the things they say. They're promoting it in order to gain power. And so those people, when they have to use their public ideas, they don't make any sense because they can never be honest about what it is that they actually want. And constitutional conservatives uh, fundamentally are fantastically confused human beings. I used to be one myself. I had no idea what the errors were until I got the Internet and was able to get access to other kinds of publications that weren't just liberal versus conservative. And once I did that, I figured it out. The ideas they have sound great stood up against liberalism. But when they're scrutinize themselves, the constitutional conservative positions all fall apart because they're fantastically inconsistent and internally contradictory on so many points. And in fact, these guys on the radio and on TV, they talk all day long about stuff. And most of the stuff they say makes no damn sense at all together. I mean, it just makes no sense at all together. And they just have these kind of talking points and people don't see it. And the piece I want to play today is mostly about sort of gun rights, the Second Amendment, and the inconsistency of government. And the thing about the Second Amendment is, do I care that much about it? No. 
<laughs> There's never going to be an armed revolution in this country. That's completely preposterous and ridiculous. The time for that passed a long, long time ago. It's true that it's not, that it's nothing, that they don't care at all. But the weapons they have, they're so far superior to what we have. And these ideas about Afghanistan and places, this place is nothing like Afghanistan. And the people are never going to survive on the land up in the mountains and crap like that. We're not going to have the Wolverines from Red Dawn surviving. None of that crap's going to happen. You couldn't organize it anyway. All that stuff's ridiculous. And people don't use it. And the constitutional conservatives are total hypocrites about the whole thing anyway, because all they talk about is loving on law enforcement and the military. Well, if there's a revolution of any kind, who do you think they'd be firing against? <laughs> Those same people that you love so much will be firing against you. It's utterly asinine and ridiculous, but it's a big talking point and it's an important piece and it's such a clear case of the total hypocrisy and internal inconsistency of constitutional conservatism. And I like to try to show people it so they can see it themselves when it pops up. And this is one, it's got a whole bunch of stuff in it that I'm going to play. This clip, it's relatively extended and I'm going to break it up into a lot of different things I talk about because I need to stop it so I can show people how preposterous the arguments are. When you're listening initially, they sound great, but when you actually think about them like I'm going to show you, then you'll see that they don't actually make any actual sense at all. And You'll see that when I start playing it. So this is a guy I play a lot, even though people don't like him. He's by far the biggest constitutional conservative lawyer in media by a long, long shot. He's got uh, tons of best-selling books. He's got this huge radio show. He's got a podcast. Uh, he's got a TV show. He's got a TV network. The guy's everywhere, okay? So people love him. They believe in him. They think he is a very brilliant scholar. I can tell you this much. The man's smart. He's very, very smart. But I don't believe that in any way he's on our side. I just don't see how anyone can listen to what he says. He's a fantastic warmonger. He believes in all this national security nonsense, which is all totally and completely ridiculous, made-up Barnum statement on constitutional horseshit. He supports all of those different agencies and everything else, which is the typical con-con position. And a lot of it's flushed out in this. And so let's play a little of it so we can just start getting a few laughs out of this. I thought the most remarkable one minute and 10 seconds okay was between rob wilcox yeah an atf official okay and representative tom tiffany okay the republican all right let's hear it from wisconsin okay gotcha and i want you to listen to this because this kind of says it all okay. cut nine go if a person lies on Form 4473 and a user and is a user of unlawful drugs um <laughs> You can get between five to 10 years for that. Is that correct? Okay. So it's ATF official, right? He's asking about this form, drug use and all this other crap. And it's pretty funny. It's a sneaky little piece of tape. I saw it before it was floating around the internet. And then I, I saw that this guy used it on his show. I thought, oh, this would be a, this is a good piece for the show, I think. So, all right. So there you go. He's setting him up with this, right? Is that my understanding? No, I, be I believe Congress changed the uh, sentence uh, last Congress. Uh, what is that sentence now? Up to 15. Up to 15 years. Okay. Uh, why hasn't Hunter Biden been prosecuted for the crime that he committed? <laughs> uh, 
I suspect this guy, this guy asking the question, he's probably a true believer, probably just your typical kind of dude who has been completely duped by the system. He strikes me as that just from the little other pieces I saw from him. Just a real believer, doesn't understand the role he plays in this complete scam that is the Constitution. But it's a funny question, right? Completely nails him, right? Here's a guy, ETF, brings him in. Had dude, right? He's an important man, should know. Everybody knows about it. Ask him the question. Then Listen to what he says. It's a typical answer. I'm not aware of the facts of that case and can't comment on it. (laughs) It's always the same. They can't comment on it. Oh, there's an ongoing investigation I'm not familiar with. The guy knows everything in the world. Anybody knows Hunter Biden crap, right? And if he doesn't know it, then he's totally and completely incompetent to be on there. I think that's pretty clear, right? Okay, who do we talk to to see why this uh, case is not being prosecuted? This is a real good question he asked, in my opinion, right? It's a good follow-up question. He kind of blows it at the end. I don't know if this guy's a lawyer or not, but he couldn't have tried too many cases because he kind of screws it up if he is a lawyer. Okay, who do we talk to to see why this uh, case is not being prosecuted? I mean, he said very clearly in his book that he used drugs. He had uh, gun, a gun, at least a gun. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. <laughs> Point of order. The guy sounds like he just woke up. <laughs> I mean, listen to that again. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. <laughs> that guy sounds like he just woke up. Oh, point of point of order. Huh? This thing's going. Huh? Point of order. <laughs> Anybody who's heard the other show I made about all these ridiculous made-up rules they have was probably laughing about that too. All right, so that's funny to me. All right. See you. Point of order. Totally irrelevant and not germane to this proceeding. Sir, he's got his he's got his five minutes. (laughs) Totally irrelevant and not germane to this absurd kangaroo thing. I mean, totally irrelevant to what? To the the purpose of this. It's so dumb. Irrelevant is really not an objection that any real trial lawyer would ever use. It's completely ridiculous. But it just makes it look like you're trying to hide something for good reason in a case like this, which, of course, he is. But that was pretty funny. And there's a really funny piece that comes in. It'd be real quiet. You have to listen for it. It says, this isn't a court of law. You'll hear it. I'll remind you of it. We'll play it again. But let's listen to this. So they're arguing about that stupid shit. This is where he gets thrown off. Even though he asked a good follow-up question, he didn't get an answer. Go ahead. Continue. Not a court of law. Did you hear it? Play it again. Go ahead. Continue. Not a court of law. Yeah. See? Yes. It's not a court of law. <laughs> right. The whole thing's a fucking sham. It has absolutely nothing to do with a legit hearing. So that's the reality of all this stuff. <laughs> I understand why um, you do not want Mr. Wilcox to answer that question. It's very clear why you don't want, because there's a dual system of justice in America. That's what's going on right now. And everybody's talking about it across America. There's two standards of justice that are um, that are going on. Of course there are. Right. There's way more than that. But it's not like it's just happening now. It's been happening forever. Giving you example after example after example. Literally none of these crooks ever go to jail. Nothing ever happens. It's scandal after scandal in every kind of administration. Nothing happens to any of them. So they act like this is new each time. This is one part of the scam. But you can see he kind of nails him on that, right? So the ATF guy, just tell again how useless these hearings are. Why have the guy in front of you? You ask him a question like that, he doesn't know. Well, he's incompetent. What is this shit, right? It's completely absurd. But, you know, there you go. It amazes me that this Democrat interrupts like this. Uh Point of order. (laughs) When I'm sure there are men and women, young people in his district, 
yeah. as there are in every district. Yes. Who've been prosecuted for that offense. Yeah, of course there are. What's hilarious to me, once again, is that the ATF itself is laughably unconstitutional. Is he going to bring that up? No, he's not going to bring that up. Let's know what he complains about. It's really funny. Here we are. We're going to be prosecuted for this offense, right? So what he finds is amazing that this guy is objecting to why it is that there's a two standards of justice in this country when Hunter Biden's not getting prosecuted, but other people are being prosecuted. That's, that's the point he brings up, right? So it's like, okay, that's a legit point, right? It is a legit point. Of course, it's double standard. But what are the things he's not bringing up? for lying on their forms to get weapons, even though they have drug use and drug sales in their backgrounds. Listen to shit. Why is he okay with this? I thought he was a Second Amendment fan. I don't understand. Where is the drugs exception in the Second Amendment? Where is it? (laughs) Outlawing drugs. It's totally unconstitutional itself. So it's the perfect example of what I've said. They can just make up laws that are totally unconstitutional. And then if you violate one of their made-up laws, the unconstitutional, they can take other rights away. Your voting rights, your right to have a gun. It's all taken away. Why? Because you violated some made-up law. He doesn't have any problem with that. In fact, he goes on to defend it. You see how made-up that is? See how ridiculous that is? See how the real question isn't the fact that this hearing is a complete joke and a sham and a fraud. Of course it is. They all are. The problem is, here's a guy from ATF. He doesn't even bother mentioning the fact that ATF's an outrage. He goes on to defend it. And, of course, he's the same kind of stuff. He'll turn around and rail about the tyranny of China. And then we have our own tyranny. He lays all it out. It doesn't make any sense. I thought the Second Amendment was there. You think they were unaware that you could be convicted of a crime back when the so-called Constitution was ratified and written? Of course they did. There's no exception in there for, well, your rights can be taken away if you violate a law. (laughs) There's no exception in there for it. It says it shall not be infringed. It's not even about laws. It's beyond the First Amendment, which says they shall make no law abridging. The Second Amendment says it shall not be infringed. Not they shall make no law infringing. It shall not be infringed, period. That's it. There's nothing else to it. Yet he's completely fine with the ATF. He's completely fine with running around and forcing this made-up law about if you ever need drugs or drug problems or anything, you can't have guns. Well, that doesn't make any sense to me. It's totally inconsistent. It's not... Consistent people. This is the thing that constitutional conservatives love to rag on liberals. But the shit doesn't make any sense. I thought they were our rights. They can't just take them away like that. Absolutely no discussion of it. None whatsoever. Ridiculous. Listen to the kind of points he makes. It's how a lot of guns get in the hands of killers. (laughs) What are you talking about? The idea that people who take drugs are killers, this is ridiculous. The suburbs are full of people taking drugs. Completely full of them. The problem is with these gangs who run around killing each other basically to sell drugs because the drugs are made illegal by government when the government has no authority to do any of it. The government creates this gigantic crime spree so that they can increase their observation of the people under the guise of protecting them and so that the government itself can make all the money with these drugs. They control the whole sale of them endlessly through the CIA and everything else. The idea the government's trying to protect you is ludicrous. But the idea that these gun laws somehow can be justified based upon the idea that you have drug crimes is ridiculous. It's not consistent. We need constitutional amendments in order to do that. They don't have the authority to just do this stuff, but there's no mention at all about it, see? So it's no mention at all. It's, it's all about drug use. Listen to this shit. It's how a lot of guns get in the hands of gang members if they're not flat out stolen or gotten on the black market and that sort of thing. I thought that... 
the gang members got their weapons on the black market. We hear this all the time when they're objecting to the registration of guns and everything else and all these other gun laws, what do they use? They use the argument that criminals don't go through the legal process to get guns. That's what they say. Now here he is saying that these laws are helpful because they keep guns out of the hands of gang members who use these laws by lying on forms. It's completely ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. Every part of that is not about the Second Amendment. No part of that's justifiable. Constitutional conservatives shouldn't be making any of these arguments at all. None of them. But they do, right? Because they make no sense together. And so there he is. The guy's throwing himself in front of a bus Uh to try and protect Biden. We don't have people like this. Well, it's true. Uh, The constitutional conservatives, so-called in uh, the Congress, are a joke because they're controlled opposition, just like all the constitutional conservatives and media are controlled opposition. They are the Harlem Globetrotters Washington generals. That's all they are. They are there to lose. They are there to put on a show that they're actually trying to win when, in fact, they're actually there to lose. Anybody who looks objectively at it will see that. Anybody who looks at it objectively will see that. So, yeah, of course you don't have people standing there trying to throw themselves and defend any of the uh, so-called Republican leaders or anything else. (laughs) Yes, of course. These liberals are just a bunch of fucking Marxists. Of course they are. How can they get control? How can Marxism be implemented if any of this stuff about the Constitution working is true? See, none of this stuff makes sense together. Let's listen to some more of this analysis, so-called, of this piece. We just don't. Okay, you don't. Big deal. Who cares? And sometimes that's a good thing, and sometimes that's a bad thing. Okay, so it is. Whatever. But the point is very important. So here you have a top official uh-huh. at the ATF, Treasury Department. Yes, okay. Responsible uh-huh. for tracking and overseeing the purchase of weapons, particularly illegal weapons. <laughs> what? How can he be okay with this? Tracking and overseeing the purchase of weapons. A total and complete violation of the Constitution's Second Amendment. I don't understand. How can this be okay? How can he be okay with this thing? I don't understand. Purchase and acquisition. What? I mean, I got to hear that again. This, this, is, this is insanity. What is he talking about? <laughs> how, can he, how can he even say these types of things? The point is very important. So here you have a top official yeah. at the ATF, Treasury Department. Totally unconstitutional agency. Responsible. Okay. For tracking and overseeing the purchase of weapons, particularly illegal weapons. Illegal weapons? What? You mean like a sawed-off shotgun or a machine gun where you got to get licenses for it? How does this make sense to people who are constitutional conservatives and believe in the Second Amendment? I don't understand. How can they stay behind someone who speaks like this? See, but this is the confusion that they sow because he's a constitutional expert and all this other crap. People are so intimidated by these fake fucking credentials. This shit doesn't make sense, people. You hear what he's saying? The oversight of sale of illegal weapons? What? (laughs) And he doesn't have enough facts in the Hunter Biden case. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you could be sitting on the subway, on a train, on a bus. You could be a passenger in a car going into work in the morning. Or maybe you're in rush hour right now. And you have the facts in the Hunter Biden case. Or at least enough of the facts to know how to answer I agree. It's completely true. But again, how many of these hearings have I played? These people never answer questions. They don't have to answer questions. And you only get a very limited amount of time. It's not an effective platform. This is the way Congress set it up. These are all congressional rules. There's no reason it has to be like this. These hearings are set up in a manner that the procedures can never work. See, the procedures will never work. It's not a matter of this hearing. 
It's not a matter of this guy. It's not a matter of this witness. None of it's, that's the case. This is the way it's fundamentally set up so that it cannot work. It will never produce the results people think they will. And instead of telling people that, he acts as though the problem is liberals and that what we need is more of these conservatives. Here you got a conservative asking the guy. He doesn't answer. Is there any punishment for it? Is there any consequence to the person? No, it's an open fraud. And it's continued. See, it's continued. And so all it is is, well, this is what they do, and this is the problem with the administration. This goes on in every administration. Every administration, that's the problem. It's incredible. He's, this insanity that he's defending with this stuff. Let's, let's hear some more of this. And the answer is, uh-huh, the answer. why aren't we prosecuting him? Because he's Joe Biden's son. That's why. He's exactly right. That is why. Okay, so how can this be a justice system? I don't understand. How can you continue to support it? I don't get it. Why doesn't he just immediately call for the complete and total dissolution of the government and full-on decentralization? When the corruption is open and obvious like this, that everybody knows Anybody, even just somebody in rush hour, knows that it's just corruption that's causing it. How can he rail against China and the so-called tyranny and all this other stuff they have there when we have the exact same thing here? You have all of these agencies are fully corrupted, and it's open and obvious. They push against the January 6th people. They keep them in prisons even after the video comes out. What happens? Nothing happens to them. Does he call for the dissolution of all this stuff? No. He calls for voting and check writing and jumping up and down and letting your voice be heard and all this Barnum's statement, complete and utter nonsense. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Why aren't we throwing the book at him? Why don't we have a special counsel? A special counsel. I mean, think how dumb that is. The need for a special counsel is an admission that the justice system is totally politicized. I don't understand. If we have to have special counsels to do things, then that tells you that the current justice system, the people in the Department of Justice, are politically motivated and cannot be trusted. I don't understand how anybody can continue to support a system like that. I don't get it. Oh, they want to get their guy in there so they can use the thing politically against their opponents. See, that's all it actually comes down to. See how dumb this all is? It's just, I don't get it. It's so dumb. Nothing to do with the Second Amendment, nothing to do with justice, nothing to do with anything. It doesn't make any sense together to continue to support it. <laughs> Why aren't we throwing the book at him? Why don't we have a special counsel? Because he's Joe Biden's son, that's why. <laughs> that's so now, the truth is that this administration is not prosecuting gun crimes as it should. Now he wants people's Second Amendment to be violated. He's promoting the prosecution of totally unconstitutional laws. That's what he's now going to promote. Think how crazy this is. Local DAs are not prosecuting (laughs) gun crimes as they should in the inner cities in Democrat metropolitan areas. Right. So crime has gone through the roof. Okay, of course it is, but it has nothing to do with those things. It has everything to do with all the other things I talk about all the time on my show, which he completely ignores with the Federal Reserve and all the way the government's constructed, and it's designed to create all these problems and all these welfare benefits and all these other things. It's not because we need more gun crime enforcement. That's not why. The vast majority of those murders going on in there are gang members killing each other. It's really ultimately not a problem. (laughs) The cops call them misdemeanor murders. They don't really uh, investigate them because when you become a gang member and you get into selling drugs, you understand that's a very dangerous profession and you're probably going to get shot and you're very likely going to get killed or you're going to get sent to prison. And it's absolutely nothing to do with it. Does it wreck neighborhoods? Of course it does. All sorts of things wreck neighborhoods. All sorts of government policies wreck neighborhoods. These gun policies have wrecked neighborhoods. The answer is not to then violate everybody's Second Amendment more. That makes no sense. 
can't have gun control, quote unquote, if you don't have criminal control. <laughs> and if you don't use the laws that are already available at the local, state and federal level to prosecute hoodlums. Now he wants to prosecute hoodlums. OK, let's prosecute hoodlums. What's that got to do with gun crime? Nothing whatsoever. He's conflating the two things. They aren't the same. This is the problem. And that's why I led with this. Okay. It couldn't be more clear. Wow. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. I mean, the idea that that's clear and he's giving a full ex- explanation. Come on. Come on, people. How damn dumb do you have to be to fall for this stuff? Come on. Now, I want to play something that happened a little bit later. I think it was after the half hour on his show where he came back in and he gives a string of Barnum statements that's truly mind bending. And I want to see if people can hear the different ones that are in there. And I want to show you what their kind of answers really look like besides the jumping up and down, the check writing, the getting organized, the letting your voice be heard, all this made up shit, primarying them, going to school board meetings, reading all this shit in the library, keeping up, all these things that don't do anything. If any of them worked, we wouldn't be in this problem. There's so many more fundamental problems. They don't discuss them. I want to play this for you because it's so incredible and outrageous. And I think it's a great follow-up because people listen to these things and the stuff sounds right to them, but it's, it's totally and completely screwed up and makes absolutely no sense when you sit down and scrutinize it. So let's play this little clip. Coming back from break. You know, folks, people ask me, Mark, Mark, who do you support for president? <laughs> I'm asked this endlessly. This is so great. Oh, God, it's hilarious. And we don't take any calls on this because it would be very monotonous. Yes. Wait till you hear this. I'm going to support the candidate who can <laughs> save our country. <laughs> I'm going to support the candidate who can prevent our national suicide from continuing. <laughs> I'm going to support the candidate who understands the enemy, foreign and domestic, <laughs> and has the guts to confront them. <laughs> what is this crap? I'm going to support the candidate who takes the battle to these various American Marxist forces who are destroying the nation from within. Uh, Takes the battle. Okay, I got you. And I'm going to use whatever power I have on every platform I have. Okay. To try and stave off what would be a disastrous and bleak future for this country. My eyes are wide open. I said the other day, I think it was on Fox and Friends Sunday when I was asked, in response to a question that I can't remember right now, that we are in a soft tyranny, and we are. (laughs) Oh, my God. Did you hear that list of things that we're going to do? Stand up to them. And this is the kind of solutions they have, see? This is the kind of solutions they have. Now, after calling for the state to crack down and destroy your Second Amendment rights even more, he goes on now and talks about the soft tyranny we're in, which I've skipped ahead because he previously was talking about what a big threat China is and all the stuff China's doing. So now listen to how he describes the United States once again as a soft tyranny. But again, somehow, magically, the answer is to... It continued down this road. That we are in a soft tyranny. (laughs) That is a phrase (laughs) that was written by Alexis de Tocqueville. 
Okay, so it's almost 200 years old. He's talking about soft tyranny back then. 200 years of the same old stupid shit. Think how absolutely nothing's changed. This guy's just there. He's the bulwark just defending the scam. I don't understand what it takes for people to see. This is what constitutional conservatives do. They are there to make sure we run out the clock while they build electronic prison, drain the people dry, and put the people in these surf camps where they're all chipped up and there's nothing you can do. And the whole time, the people will be talking about the stupid Constitution. They're so confused. <laughs> in democracy in America. Okay. All right. Democracy, public, whatever. I guess. And we are in a soft tyranny. We're in it right now. Okay. There's simply no question about it. How can there Some be? of you haven't felt it yet, <laughs> or some of you don't recognize that you're dealing with it. <laughs> Many of you do. The government takes any amount they want from me gives it to anybody they care to, spends it on anything they want to, and this guy's still pretending as though we're in a soft tyranny and we're heading there. we got to be careful. You see how disingenuous all this is? <sighs> the way the language is being used to manipulate us, oh totalitarian God. regimes do that. Okay, so I don't understand. So the same systems that totalitarian regimes use, our government's using. I don't understand. What's there to defend? The way that big social platforms are being used by government yeah. and the radical left uh-huh. to shut down debate uh-huh. the new ideas and thinking, <laughs> totalitarian regimes do that. Is the idea that it only shuts down the, the constitutional conservatives is absurd. Both of those sides, the liberals and the conservatives, they make sure that voices like mine are shut down, that actual alternatives to their fake red versus blue plantation nonsense is shut down. See, this is the big lie of constitutional conservatism, that somehow they support freedom. They do not. They only support the freedom to argue about red versus blue inside their made-up box. That's it. I don't know how many ways I can show people. It's so damn clear. (laughs) This constant talk about killing off disinformation and misinformation. Uh Uh-huh. From whose perspective? The state? Again. This guy is endlessly talking about that kind of thing, endlessly making fun of people who bring up anything. This guy is the biggest promoter of crap like September 11th. The biggest promoter. He still believes in all sorts of ridiculous crap that the government puts out. As soon as there's any kind of announcement from the Department of Defense, the Secretary of State, what is he doing? He's running around telling you about the Islamo-Nazis, anything that's supposedly happening over in Iran, North Korea, China, Russia. He's the biggest promoter of all that crap. The guy puts out more disinformation and misinformation than all sorts of people combined. It's hilarious. This is such hypocrisy. It's such ludicrous hypocrisy. This is what drives me crazy about people who continue to believe in this constitutional conservative crap, even though they have the Internet. (laughs) My God, wake up, people. This is hypocrisy. Every single year, they spread disinformation about September 11th, act like it was 19 terrorists flying these planes with the box cutters and all this other stupid crap that's just obviously not true. Just clear as day, not true. I guarantee you, if you'd have told him that the CIA was involved in JFK, he'd have called you a conspiracy theorist. 100%. Now, of course, it's known. These people... (laughs) Oh, my God. It's such hypocrisy. I don't know how people can stand this shit. That's evidence of totalitarianism. (laughs) It's everywhere. We live in it. What's going on after January 6th? 
Oh, uh, he's upset about that. Okay. The hunting down of people, uh-huh. like their animals. <laughs> Sending in overarmed, militarized SWAT teams to arrest them. Which he just was supporting. The, the people cracking down on gun crimes and all sorts of other shit. Does he think you can have some state that has little limited control power? That's fantasy. As soon as you give the state these kinds of powers and controls with absolutely no way to stop them, which he has no way to stop them except these made-up things about voting and shit that don't work. He just went through a litany of problems with the corruption of the DOJ and everything else. Of course, it's totally fucking corrupt. What what is he talking about? That's what happens in totalitarianism. <laughs> so we're in totalitarianism. Going after pro-lifers and parents. <laughs> totalitarianism. <laughs> so what do we have to fear from China then? I don't understand. We are them. Why are we so much better? He's always so in favor of his hypocritical stances, this typical con-con. Anything that is our bestest, best ally in the Middle East, oh, we got to defend them. But as soon as someone else tries to do it, well, now they're terrorists. They're terrorists. (laughs) Attacking the greatest constitution man has ever devised. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm sorry. That one is just truly preposterous. I mean, that one's... The greatest constitution ever devised. Attacking the greatest constitution man has ever devised. <laughs> More totalitarianism. <laughs> Destroying law enforcement, empowering central law enforcement. Hold it, what? Yes, it's a soft tyranny. How anybody can listen to this show and not see the absolute contradiction and confusion. And it's not because it's limited to the show. This is the constitutional conservative position. It makes no sense together. You cannot be for Second Amendment rights. You can't be for limited government and the power of the citizens and all these other things. And then be this huge supporter of law enforcement. And then when law enforcement does things you don't like, complain that the law enforcement is too powerful. The same law enforcement you just went there backing. Every single night, the guy thanks law enforcement and first responders and tries to conflate the two and the military and everything else. It's just such a ball of confused nonsense. It's just such a ball of confused nonsense. It is amazing to me this stuff continues to work on people. Amazing. Like I said, before the internet, I get it. This stuff sounds like it makes sense when you're comparing it to the other stuff that's out there, which is the liberal nonsense, the kind of left versus right crap they put on TV all the time and in magazines. They argue against each other. Well, vis-a-vis each other, yeah, the left stuff makes absolutely no sense because the right sounds like it's for limited government and for people's rights and all sorts of other stuff. But when you actually break down what they represent and support, it can never work to have a limited government. And the limited government we have isn't under the Constitution. And then they support things that aren't under the Constitution and then claim they're for the Constitution. This is the problem. There was so much gold in that episode. I may even make another show off of that episode because it's so insane, the stuff that he says in there. I couldn't even believe what I was hearing. That's the honest truth. And and I've heard so much of this stuff. I used to listen to this stuff all the time and be a big believer for years and years and years and years and years. You forget that this kind of stupid crap started with Rush 35 years ago, and I was listening to it. I was a listener. I loved it. He was a super clever entertainer. He was a fantastic agent of disinformation. That's why they gave him that highest citizens award. Why would the government give you an award if you were truly limiting the government and fighting it? It doesn't make sense. See, none of this shit actually makes sense together. But there you are, just one gigantic, confused blob of stuff, and then you hear that just Barnum statement 
word salad about what he supports for a candidate. <laughs> Save the country and push back and fight against. And these are just made up things. See, these are Barnum statements. That's all it is. So, <laughs> all right. Well, I wanted to make that show because I like these shows where I play those clips. I get a kick out of them. I think they really help people to see the kind of inconsistency in their own words. That it's not just me. I'm showing you this is what they say, and here's how it makes no sense. And that's just the way it is. And you can't do that with my positions because my positions are all consistent. My positions are all consistent. And that's the problem they have. That's why they have to suppress positions like mine and only argue about the idea that somehow these conservative voices are being pushed down. (laughs) Uh, It's really funny to me. So whatever. That's it. I'm not going to say any more about it today. So if you want to follow me, you can. I'm Legal Man at U.S. Crime Review on Twitter. You can follow me there. I enjoy laughing at this insanity with people on there. There's a good group of people over there. There are a lot of very funny people, so we get a lot of good laughs. And I want to thank the people in Patreon who support my show. I really do. They have a lot of integrity. I tell them that every show because I actually honestly do believe that. Um, That's the way I feel about it. So thank you guys uh, for kicking some skin in the game for the fact that I take these chances to tell people all these truths, put all these pieces together for people and show them very clearly uh, the way the world actually runs. And as far as the movie, the Jones Plantation movie, and I play Mr. Jones, it's a story by Larkin Rose. It's definitely coming out in April. I know that the sound is going to be basically done, which will mean we basically have a movie here in about two weeks, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be released. We're still trying to figure out how to release it. I don't know anything about that. I know Andrew's struggling with trying to figure out the best way to do it. But regardless, when it comes out, I hope people support it. Make it make a lot of money so we can make more movies like that because I think they're a great way to reach people. And it's, uh, you know, it's a story, an, an allegory basically about going from chattel to debt slavery. And it really exposes the frauds inside the system so i hope people enjoy it when it comes out i hope they like the way i played mr jones mr jones <laughs> uh, and beyond that i don't think there's anything else to say so i'm going to go ahead and wrap this up you guys have been a great audience as usual everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are take care thank you everybody Let's put your hands together one more time for legal man Oh, gosh.